Take your picture, he said out of the blue. I was eating lunch at the park. He was walking his dog. Oh, I bet you say that to all the boys. I laughed when he looked confused. I bent to pet the beast he had tethered to a leash. Who's this? Her name is Beatrice, and she has exquisite taste, he said. He blinked, looking a bit owlish behind round glasses that were a little too big for his face. His hair, the color of warm, homemade caramel, fell over his forehead. He looked more like a college freshman than a man my age. Hello, Beatrice, I said, addressing the slobbering dog. She seemed to be smiling, and I smiled. Even with a palm full of dog drool, I smiled. My name is Gilbert, and who's your daddy? Then I realized what I'd said, and my face flushed, hot and sudden. Daddy's name is Simon, he said. I noticed his face was a flaming shade of raspberry, too. I took a breath and relaxed. And I really would like to take your picture. For what? Now I was intrigued. I'd heard the picture line before, but usually at a party or a club, some big daddy in thick gold chains showing tons of chest hair. Or the artsy guy who thought that was the quickest way to a sweaty blowjob. Offer me immortality, capture my look and my ego on film, and I will be your slave and suck your cock. I like pictures. It's a hobby. I like... Beauty, Simon said, and then his face went from berry to tomato. You are beautiful. Even Beatrice can see it. Part of me thought it should feel creepy, a young guy offering to take my picture. Worse yet, a young guy who apparently looked to his St. Bernard for an opinion of beauty. Instead of feeling creeped out, I felt a smile split my face, and a hearty laugh snaked out of me before I could stop it. It felt good to laugh like that. The genuine kind of laugh that started somewhere around your belly button and burned a bright yellow trail on the way out of you. An honest to fucking God. Happy laugh. Okay. If Beatrice insists. Recognizing her name, the mighty dog let out a deep wolf that made her jowls tremble and her flanks sway. She really was quite gorgeous in an unusual and terrible kind of way. Sort of the way I felt about myself. Will you come with me? Simon cocked his head, that lovely brown hair shading his face, and blinked rapidly. He pushed his glasses up onto his nose, and I grinned. A nervous tick, a habit, whatever it was. His way with his glasses and his boyish habits were charming. It took all of the fear right out of me. You won't put me in a pit and force me to slather lotion on myself, will you? I rose to my full height, gathering my trash. I had a good four inches and twenty pounds in Simon. He was no threat to me, at least physically. He blinked rapidly again and frowned. Dear God, no, that's just awful. He said the word softly as if awful were foreign to him. I wished I had the same innocent naivete with awful. It is, I said, trying to keep a straight face. My guess was that he'd never seen the movie. I'll follow you. We walked together, Beatrice leading the way to the parking lot. My red sports coupe was parked to the far left. I thought about offering him a ride, but where would we put the moose he called a pet? I'm in the Quaisab. Follow me. 
just in case I'm on Oak. It's the only yellow house on the street. I nodded, yellow for sunshine, yellow for pureness, yellow for laughter. Got it. I will follow you, and if I lose you, I will follow the trail of Dog Slopper. I grinned. He jerked back as if slapped, and then, slowly, his face split into a smile. An uncertain, shy smile, but a smile. You'd gotten my joke. Beatrice gave a truff that sounded almost like a laugh. I leaned in and said, I'll see you soon, gorgeous. Then I got in and followed the charcoal gray sob to the yellow house. When I pulled into his drive, it occurred to me that what kind of pictures might have been a wise question. When I climbed out and waited for him to lock his car and unleash his dog, I realized it didn't matter. He couldn't hurt me. I knew it, and he knew it, and that was a very, very...